And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Cold weather all across the nation. Well, really more across the, this, you know, the north and the south. West, okay, uh, you know, they, they had some... Nasty stuff out there. Yeah, I know my friends in uh, in in Portland. My old producer Leafy mm. was uh, outside his house taking a video of the icicles dripping. All right, saying he had never heard such a a fine sound because <laughs> 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 they've they've been getting hit. We got some reprieve yesterday. Uh, my uh, when I woke when I woke up yesterday, I looked out the window. My pool for the second day and i'd broken up the ice two days ago but uh my uh my pool was frozen but the the moat the pond was frozen behind me oh yeah so little uh pond with a pathway around it kind of thing right yeah with uh, outside uh, of your yard yeah ju- yeah. yeah outside of my yard uh, yeah. ju- you know ju- it, it in fact it looks like a canal it looks like it would be a canal that would go to a lake but it doesn't yeah right uh but uh they uh they're getting smart, though. They learned with Frizola. They they had the fountains off because here in yeah, in most ponds yeah. in Texas, you have uh, you've got fountains, and one of the reasons you have fountains is people go, oh, they're nice and decorative. Yeah, but the number one reason keep the water circulating. Mosquitoes. Hmm. From what I know, it's mosquitoes. The ripples keep the mosquitoes from breeding. Yeah. Yeah. That that's also part of it. Yeah, yeah. you bet. Yeah. And and I guess aeration too. If they have, I know people fish in my pond. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's caught anything ever. I've never talked about. I've never excuse me. Not talked about it. I've never found out whether they actually stock my ponds or the the pond or not. I would guess they have to because there are a lot of little ones like that. I was pulling up to my daughter's house a couple of weeks ago, and just two blocks over, as you pull in to her subdivision, there's a little and. I always think it's a decorative pond, and there's a guy with a fishing pole. Like, yeah, there are people fishing in yeah. it all the time. I just right. haven't seen anybody like, I got one. Now, there's a <laughs> creek. It's a really old creek uh, 
a half a block from my house. And the carp inside that creek are huge. And when the water's up, you'll see people over there on the weekend. Just a couple of people. Most people don't fish. It's a park. But you can. Now, the best thing about the uh, the uh, fountains now, the lighted fountains mm-hmm. in the ponds in my subdivision is they've gone all modern LED. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to look forward to it'd be you know be white spotlights on them all year round, and then mm-hmm. come Christmas they would actually go out in the rowboat and change you know the spotlights to green and red. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's all computerized. Yeah, you can change the color. Yeah, yeah. now now it's all and and it's right. funny because uh, on uh, 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 a month from now it'll well probably about three weeks from now it'll be all red. Yeah. And then for St. Patrick's Day, it'll be green. And then for 4th of July or Memorial Day, whatever, all those holiday Labor Day, or, you know, red, white, and blue. And, you know, they just, I don't know if they preset it or it's just on an app or whatever, but uh, it's uh, very nice and colorful. I always say that's what I pay my homeowners association fee ah, for. Yeah. That's what I pay. What do you get for What do you get for it? Lighted fountain outside the house. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I got a, an app. Uh, with uh, that controls a uh, number of my light bulbs, and um, and so I can change colors. I can schedule it to go on and off. Is that outside or inside? Uh, both. Okay, yeah, I yeah. have the I have the what do they call LifeX mm-hmm. ones that yeah. uh, all and they highlight like I I hardly ever have lights on in my house mm. because I don't like a, I don't like a real bright house. Mm-hmm. But all of my I've got I think I've have seven. Of the LED bulbs that highlight the walls, and you can make yeah. them any color yeah. that you right. You can make them any color that you want. It, right. It'll it'll yeah. pulsate with if you've got music playing. Turn it, it into a disco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't done that though. I, yeah, you should try it. No, I worked at a disco one time for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but they're they're really and they last forever, and they don't use any. I mean, the wattage. You end up because I don't. I don't think any of them are at a hundred percent. So right. I may be pulling what three or four watts a bulb. I was reading about this interesting technology coming out of, and I forget the name of the university, but it's a group of students that came up with this technology where it's going to change how you wire homes in the future, and you won't need your your uh, your your light uh, outlet for in the ceiling won't need to be wired it's pulling it's pulling rf energy and i don't know the tech they wouldn't talk about the technology i'm guessing at some level it's going to be proprietary i don't know yet but it's part of a university and they're saying it's still a few years away but essentially you won't have to wire your um any of your outlets for you know your your bulbs any of your lights and your light fixtures in your home, and this will be part of the new technology. It's pulling it off RF. Right? Yeah, and and that part I don't get, and well, they didn't explain in the article. The either. only thing, my my first question would be, then they're expecting these to be super low wattage light bulbs. Yeah, yeah, right. And now for a segment called "Just Something I've Noticed," brought to you by our friends at Motel Six. Just something I've noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, 
I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Yeah, because you're going to need, and my question would also be, what about backup? I mean, how reliable would the RF be? Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? And so that that kind of thing. Because if you need extended usage, is it going to power it as long as you need it? You know, if you think about a closet, right, and a hallway, that's one thing. Okay, it's not a priority. You know, but bedrooms, kitchen, living areas, that's different. Right, exactly. But uh, it will be interesting to watch this. And I've bookmarked uh, and and set up alerts for this on my phone to see if there's any new advancement in this technology. But some uh, young people actually coming up with it. And it could change the way that homes are built if you don't require that much wiring, at least for lighting. That will be interesting. That'll be interesting to watch. And, you know, they already have the ones that, you know, you can you can buy the LEDs that have a switch. And then you have, you know, basically, you know, the, the fixture that you can attach to the ceiling and the switch communicate. It's, ba- it's battery powered. Right, right. And then it communicates with that fixture in the ceiling. And a lot of people have those already, and it's LED. And you don't have to wire anything. So I think that'll be interesting to watch, that technology. I love that. Well, unfortunately, by the time that becomes mainstream, Hmm. I'll be dead. Uh, Don't look at it that way. (laughs) Look at it this way. You'll be close to death and then go, what? It just happened? Well, the only reason I said that was because I'm like, oh, geez, what will the transition cost me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so instead of, I'm going, wait a minute. I was thinking, what would that transition cost me to, you know, if they had this RF technology in mainstream, what would it cost me to do the entire house? And then I went, oh, I don't have to worry about it. I'll be dead. Yeah. <laughs> so I got relieved that, oh, phew, good. I well, won't be and, around. Yeah. And I think the the big benefit, well, at least what they promoted in this one article, was just about building future homes and what wiring would be required. 
I'm one of those guys that ha- likes to have a backup for your backup. And yeah, so do I. Yeah. You know, my generator needs a generator and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's actually true. And so I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, and I'm, you know, but if you're building, but I love the idea, you know, all right, if you're building a home and now take, you know, this technology, that technology. But if you think about, well, um, all the advancements that we've been able to make, you know, that, that extend the life of a bulb uh, and, and also make it more efficient and all of that is, is fascinating. Then where could you go, you know, from there? And I was doing a simple search, actually, for wireless light fixtures. And you will see them all the time on, you know, you can get them at Amazon. And again, they're battery operated. And there's a switch, basically. And it just mimics a wall switch. And you can mm-hmm. put it on the wall or put it anywhere in the room and turn that light on, you know. And But you're going to have to put the bat. You're going to have to either charge the battery in or replace the battery. Well, when I when I think about uh, you know because I have the the LifeX you know bulbs the LEDs that that you know do any color that you that you want and and all that uh, and you run it from an app on your phone right and I started thinking I went wow the apps on my phone now run seven lights in my house and my home theater system yeah you know so I can you know to adjust anything on my home theater system. You have to use the phone. There's no other way to do it. If you don't have a smartphone, you can't run my home theater system. Now, you right. can turn it on and off. It will still work. Yeah. But I have wireless back speakers. If the wireless back speakers go off or something, there's a glitch, you've got to do everything. You've got to do it with the, the, the phone app. Right. And well, so I just wondered, you know, how much of my house, and I think about it because my cameras also, the cameras, the cameras in my house, lights in my house, home theater system, and I'm still pushing or, or trying to hold off, you know, completely automating my house to begin with. Yeah. It's like I don't, I want to, if I can do it on my phone, fine, but I really don't want everything automated. Oh, and also my thermostat. My right. thermostat, I can look at my phone and also do it. I'm like, okay, that's getting to be quite a bit. If you lose your phone, people, if you lose my phone, I can't make calls and I can't check the internet. If I lose my phone, I can't run my house. Uh, here it is. I found the article, and it's from the University of Alberta. Um, University of Alberta engineering researcher has developed a wireless light switch that could reduce the cost of wiring a house by as much as 50%. Again, you're only talking about the light fixtures. Wireless switches consisting of a transmitter on the switch and a receiver near a light fixture or other appliance have been around for many years and have been proven that they can reduce the material labor costs for wiring material and labor costs for wiring houses. But then you look at, at this and, and instead, you know, instead of uh, they, they, what makes this system unique, they, they point out. And as I pointed out, those others are, you know, battery powered. Mm-hmm. What makes this system unique is that the switches run without batteries, harvesting energy. This is, this is what caught me and my attention. Harvesting energy from ambient sources, such as radio frequency signals. I don't know. I need so much more information on oh, that. Oh, I thought. Yeah, RF. I, I, you know, but I thought you were talking a specific RF signal in your house. 
created for that, you mean? Created for it. That yeah, doesn't no, sound like that's what they're saying. Instead, it, it, instead, each floor would have one or two RF transmitters. Oh, power okay, transmitters okay, okay. All right. To power okay. up all switches all right, inside okay. inside all right. the house. So, then, yeah, then it they're is talking right. about transmitting something. It is a specific RF. Which you could okay. put, I guess, the transmitter just about anywhere, right? And, you know, I... You're going to have to put it in a strategic location, but my point is it could be mobile. You don't have to worry about it in terms of uh, wiring the house for it. What's, I just wonder what the electrical engineering is behind it when it comes to the kind of wattage you're driving. Well, Because it ha- would have to be an LED life. I don't, I, right. light, I don't, how much, do they say how much wattage they can drive through that? Uh, let me see. Let me search the article for <clears throat> Sorry, I didn't know no. we were going to be talking about this on the radio, and no. I have questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it does not. Well, and that's why I kind of bookmarked this and said, okay, I got a million questions yeah, on Yeah, I this. want the questions on it. Uh, because you, the vol- you do think the about voltage, it. The voltage, the right. amps, wattage, everything. Right, exactly. And But that's that, to me, is fascinating. Look, I'm still completely amazed and befuddled by wireless charging. No, I know. I went to a restaurant, and they had it on the table, integrated into the table. Yeah. You set your phone right there on the table, and it's charging. I know. Isn't that great? And, you know, that to me is just fascinating all day long. They have it at some Admirals Clubs for American Airlines. Yeah, love that. I've done it, just set it down. It's just like, right, all right, this is weird. And then my first thing is, all right, what security risk am I taking That's by doing this? I mean, is, what are you doing with my phone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, you see it light up. <laughs> That's the one thing with technology. It's like, okay, how are they getting into my stuff? Exactly. That's why I wear, uh, you know, tinfoil. Well, you see now what they talk about in an airport where you plug it in, mm-hmm. your USB. Yes. That, you know, they've been hacking those. You want a charge only charge only USB. I, and I have a charge only cord for when no, I travel. No, don't. Make sure it's not a a data USB. Yep. And they were very specific about that. They charge only, only USB cord because the bad guys have set it up in airports everywhere. Cause if it's also a data cable, then, and the officials were saying they're already doing it. They can take, you know, all the stuff from your phone. So make sure it's a charge only USB. If you're going to use it outside the home. To quote George when he didn't have the battery for his <laughs> video game, yeah. why does there always have to be another problem? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 86690 Red Eye. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since 1920. The news for world corn production per USDA's latest forecast. U.S. and China, the two largest global producers, record production in each of those countries. Our nation recording a 2.8 million ton corn production increase month over month. And China expected to produce almost 12 million tons more than the previous estimate. With that, total global corn production per USDA is expected to be over 1.2 billion tons. Global corn production 
production is also record large. The January World Corn Production Forecast included one notable adjustment downward. Brazil, where we reduced our corn production forecast by 2 million tons, and that reflects expectations for the second crop corn. Planting down there is just beginning, and given relatively weak global prices, we expect that have the effect of reducing Brazil's acreage somewhat. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Loops. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara. Well, yesterday, the uh, Maine uh, Superior Court issued a stay of the Secretary of State's uh, decision to remove former President Trump from the state's Republican primary ballot. Pending a decision from the U.S. Supreme Court, Trump appealed the Maine Secretary of State's uh, ruling earlier this month. uh, But the court on Wednesday said it will not consider the matter until the high court issues its own decision, which means they don't want to get involved in it. Right. So they're not going to issue a decision until the once the high court makes a decision, what they think means nothing. And it is a recognition, at least to me, that they know it's a federal issue. The state shouldn't yeah, be involved right, in it. Right. And uh, so when I saw that yesterday, a couple of, I actually got a couple of questions on it. I said, the only thing I can see is, they said, well, we're not going to get involved in it until the Supreme Court. What they're saying is we're not getting involved in it because once the Supreme Court puts down their decision, that's the end of it. And as we know, this entire 14th Amendment and the part about disqualifying a president is about Congress doing it. Right. On the federal level. It's got right. nothing to do with the state. Right. And so this seems to make sense with what they with what they did there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch. You know, the Colorado case, uh, I I think it's a no-brainer. But it's, again, proof that, well, the left just will attempt anything to stop Trump. Well, unless, they, unless they say, well, Congress could be a state legislator, legislature. Mm, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, let's, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's see them try and That's make a, that point. That, yeah. that would be a bad point to make. It would be. Yeah. Bringing on the chaos, Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Red Eye Radio. And he's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Download our app today, our Red Eye Radio app. You can listen wherever you are, whenever you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you can't listen live overnight to one of our great radio stations. You know, we were talking about technology in uh, in, in light bulbs a little while ago. Uh, AI technology. Yeah, This is a story. This will give you chills. Mm. A California family, uh, Fox News has this, a California family endured a terrifying ordeal when scammers using artificial intelligence fooled them into believing their son had been in a serious accident. Yeah, Amy Trapp was working a normal day at Mill Valley School 
near San Francisco when she received a call from an unknown number and picked up the phone to the sound of a voice she believed to be that of her son, according to a report from the San Francisco Chronicle. It was my son's voice on the phone crying, telling me, Mom, Mom, I've been in a car accident, she told the uh, the news outlet. The mother said she instantly felt a panic and had visions of her son, who was away at college near California's central coast, lying underneath a car on the side of the road in a pool of his own blood. Instead, then another voice came on the phone and told her that he was a police officer and that her son, Will, had injured a pregnant woman in the crash and was taken to jail. Hmm. Trapp said she bought the story because the voice on the other line was unmistakably that of her son's. She also put the trust in another man who claimed to be a public defender for Will, who asked her to withdraw over $15,500 to cover the cost of her son's bail. Hours later, Trapp's husband called the police directly and found the couple and, and the couple found out the whole ordeal was a scam. The men had duped the worried mother by using sophisticated AI technology to replicate their son's voice. Their son had been studying in his living room the entire time, totally unaware of the drama unfolding with his parents. Scams like this are growing every day as deep fake technology improves and becomes easier to access, said Christopher Alexander, chief analytics officer at Pioneer Development Group, told Fox News. Digital scams like this succeed because immense stress is placed on the victims in hopes that imperfections in the deep fake go undetected. Wow. I'm trying to see here. Uh, In Trapp's case, the worried mother recalled that she had zero doubt that she was talking to her son, which led to a rush of adrenaline that clotted her judgment when the supposed police officer came on the line. Moments later, when a man identifying himself as a public defender called, he told the worried mother he was able to negotiate her son's bail from $50,000 to $15,000 and asked if she could get the money quickly. She agreed. He said, this is how I know it'd be a scam. He said, don't tell the bank why you're getting the money because you don't want to tarnish your son's reputation. Yeah. Trapp said, noting that in her state of mind, she would have done anything he said. She then got into her car to pick up her husband, who recalls being convinced that his wife had spoken to their son. The couple went to the bank and withdrew $15,500. It all comes down to that voice being recognized by his own mother, who he speaks to several times a week. The father said, I never, ever thought I would fall for anything like that. Once home... The supposed public defender told the couple that a courier would be sent to pick up the money from their home, which finally set off alarm bells 
in the couple's heads. That sounded totally wrong. That was the moment the situation became too much for her. She said she sank to her knees in front of her family's house. Where is my son? Where is my son? Her husband then called the local police station where the incident supposedly occurred. The worried father was told there was no record of the accident. It was then the couple finally called their son at college, who was completely unaware with the situation. Yo, what's up? Mm. He answered, according to the traps. Wow. According to the report, scam call attempts, such as the one employed against the traps, are illegal, but often hard to investigate or prosecute, oftentimes because the scams originate overseas. Yeah, right. I, you know what I would have liked? Once I figured out it was a scam, mm-hmm. and they said the courier would, I'd call police and say, I think something's going on. The courier's supposed to pick it up. Right. At least get the courier. Right. I, and find out who the courier was. I mean, who did they find? Who did they get to do that? Unless they, could, they hired a courier who's not, you know, yes, exactly. Yeah. Law breaking part. But I would, I would want to find that out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So something similar happened to me, actually, to my parents. It wasn't AI technology. That's what changes everything, the deep fake here in this story. My parents, several years ago, got a call saying their grandson, my son, had been arrested. Now, my dad, many years in law enforcement in the military and also taught law enforcement and criminal investigation, knew from the get-go. But he's like, you know, he's trying in his mind, what's the play here? How do they... How would they actually get away with it? I mean, he ended the phone call pretty quickly. He said, no. Because they, they told him, they said, he's been arrested, and you need to send money to bail him out. Said, well, nope. He's with his father right now, and I know that for a fact. Click. Hangs up the phone. And he calls me and starts to tell me. And he goes, you know, he goes, Trevor's with you, right? And I said, yeah. And he goes, okay. So he goes, I know that was the case because I think we posted something on Facebook before or something that, that earlier that day. He goes, well, I kind of knew that was the case, but let me tell you the story. And we both just scratched our heads trying to figure out what the ultimate play is. And I mean, the ultimate play is to get someone to send, give money over the phone, ultimately a credit card right, over the phone. I don't know how much they were at. I don't think my dad ever got to the point of the amount the phone call, I think, ended inside of a minute, maybe not even that long, half a minute. And so when you look at that and say, okay, you know, where, how they're doing it, they're repeating that crime because they're doing it successfully. And that also boggles my mind. I, I You know, um, I've had bank accounts where, you know, someone hacked into my bank account actually through a a uh, debit card, uh, and they they made two small purchases, and then the bank shut it down. It was like, okay, these don't look like legitimate purchases. And they were like 15, 20 bucks each. You know, but the bad guys and these phone scams, especially these phone-based scams, if you introduce deep fakes with AI, there's the question. How much, and by the way, the scammers on the other side of the phone call with my dad knew my son's name. 
Now, a lot of that information, you can find out the bad guys don't do anything, but, uh, you know, they're full-time bad guys, so they know how to do their thing, right? They knew my son's name and his age and, and the whole thing, his birth date. They had all this information. You know, my, my dad said, if you weren't aware, then I could see people falling for the, you know, we had that conversation we were on the phone for probably an hour talking, scratching our heads and, and talking about it. But that was sophisticated to me. Now you introduce deep fakes. How do they get the deep fake? Well, I don't know. I'm guessing the son, probably on social media, has posted a video oh, of him talking about and something. And that's how they got the voice. And okay. then yeah, you take that, yeah. and then yeah. AI mimics that, and they can do it. Some of the first deep fakes came out. And it's a guy who does a really great impression of Tom Cruise. And the deep fake was the video part of it, the visual part of it. And he used his own voice, but it was unreal how great it looked. And this goes back years. Well, today's deep fake stuff with AI. Because you can, and, and if you're in that situation as a parent or a grandparent or relative, your mind is going a million miles an hour going, oh, my gosh, well, that's, 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 that's my son. That's my grandson. That's my loved one. I, I know it is. That, I know that voice anywhere. And that's what changes the game drastically. Where they get into trouble, of course, is in the details. Hey, don't tell the bank anything or we're going to send a courier for the money. Yeah, what, what my, my first notification, my first concern was not – uh, not uh, would not have been the um, we're sending you a courier. It would be where the public defender comes on the phone. I'm like, well, how do you get a public defender? Mm -hmm. Yeah, That'd be my question right yeah. away. Right. What do you mean he's got a public defender? Mm -hmm. You're the police. He's making the call to me. Then the police officers there, and then a couple minutes later, a supposed public defender calls me. Yeah. Well, we haven't discussed anything legally. I want to go down to the station. Where is he? I want to go see where he is. Right. And I don't do anything until I see them in the jail cell. Right. Now, for my mother, who once told me, if you ever get arrested, I'm not bailing you out. Right. It would have been very tough for those people, uh, those scammers to call and say, Mrs. McNamara, your son Gary's in jail and uh, you need to bail him out. <laughs> Bye. Well, no, there's the first thing is that if you've made a mistake, well, uh, if it was true, well, that's going to be a bad mistake for you because you're going to have to work yourself on, unless you've been wrongly accused and you can prove that to me. You know, if, if there is a loved one that's been, you know, arrested right. for something, well, that's some, that's when you got to put your big boy pants on. And, and also in this scenario, well, a public defender, then why do you need money? You know, if you're... There's the there's the question. I mean, you know, how much and you don't arrange bail over the phone. Over the phone, right. You know? Yeah. You do it wherever it is in person, bail bondsman. I don't know how that works. A judge. A judge, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I think they can I I, I don't know. I actually can, don't the, know. I, the I would think you would have to report to the police yeah. station and then, you know, if you're getting right. there has to be an appearance. You know, at some point, right, before right. you can do that? You'd have to be arraigned. But all these, you know, red flags should shut it down pretty quickly. But there are a lot of people that 
wouldn't consider those items and have never been involved and their family members have never been involved and they don't know how that works. But the first thing, the first thing would have been, because this is one thing, I mean, I don't, if I, if you're not in my directory, if you're not in my contacts, mm-hmm. I don't answer, I don't even get it. It doesn't even ring. Right. So if you're not, it, so everything is in, and so if I get a call from a relative and it's not their phone, right? that's flag number one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. You're telling me, well, why aren't you calling me from your phone? Right. Right. Where's your phone? Right. So, and, you know, panic, you know, panic would always set in, but it doesn't, no, panic doesn't always set in. Because you're not sure at that point. Curiosity leads. Yeah, curiosity would lead me in that point, even though I might be going, oh, jeez. Well, my dad had all the training, you know, but it doesn't even require that, you know? Yeah. Um, And still has tons of connections in law My father at 97 gets scam calls, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his mind is sharp. Yeah, his mind's still sharp. He knows. He has a scam call. Yeah. He'll tell him, go, here's a scam. Yeah. My mom will lecture them. I mean, they'll want to hang up on her. Well, that's my dad does that too yeah. with, with telemarketers. Yeah. Well, hold on. Who do don't, you think you are? Yeah. Well, don't don't go yet. Don't go yeah, yet. No. Exactly. No, wait a minute. What are you exactly? Are you, are you interested? Well, I don't know yet. Let's discuss this for the next hour or right, two. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Eight six six ninety Red Eye. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio toll free at eight six six ninety Red Eye. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Wow. Hmm? Newsom said no to something that the liberals are proposing. Uh-oh. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. Yeah. Remember we talked the other day, the legislature was talking about banning uh, football yeah. for anybody under the age of 12 years yeah. of age? Right. Um, Newsom said, nope. You send that to me, I'll veto it. Right. Yeah. Look, you know, with, with the kids that age especially... Um, there's more padding than there is kid, you know, <laughs> they always get, you know, it's, and you see them on the, on the ground and yes, you're so helping them up, you know, the smaller ones, you're helping them up because they, their pads, they, you know, make it to where it's hard to get up. If you get knocked down, you know, they look like Ralphie's little brother. <laughs> exactly. In, in yeah. a Christmas story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and you know, that competition is healthy for those individuals, yeah. for those young individuals. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.